All right. I think we're recording. Welcome back to our silly little podcast. Us just being silly little girls. I'm here live from Italy with my uh, my mother and my friend Emily Bain. Girls, say hello. Ciao. 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 Ciao, ladies. Ciao, ciao. ciao. Um, nice to hear from you. I've been following all your journeys on Instagram and I'm so jealous. And you guys look like literal like Italian princesses just running the cobblestone streets drinking wine. But I'm holding down the fort in San Diego on my couch. So things are good. Yeah, we don't only look it like we are it, you know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, we just had our video on and I told you you look different. Oh, I so wish you guys could see me right now. I look so Italian. <laughs> you do. Like you have like a linen set on and like you're like that bun. The bun. The bu- well, I got my extensions out. How's it been going? I actually have been really excited to hear about that because I feel like you have had those for so long. Like, what is it like? So it's been two years and it's been hard. It's been an adjustment. It's been an adjustment. I've been really hard on myself. I don't I don't know if it's a bit of like body dysmorphia, (laughs) honestly, like I have, I, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh my God, you're so ugly. Like I, I thought I would really like it. And for some reason, I don't know if it's like a color thing or I just am not like loving the cut. Like maybe I need to go blunter and shorter, but like, I'm not loving it right now, but it's okay. It's okay. We're living with it, dealing with it. I had extensions and when I took them out, I completely agree because my hair is even thinner than yours. And it is really like an identity crisis. And you really do feel it's like, you just, it's an adjustment. But when I did do a cut, it was like a hundred times better because when you do like a blunt cut on your ends, that naturally makes your hair feel thicker. So I feel like if you did do that, then you would probably like it like much more and get used to it. It's just like anything, you know, you just like have to get used to the difference, but I think you look great. I agree. And I, when I went like, honestly, so I flew in, as we know, I was in Vegas last week for work. I flew back. I got in, I was supposed to literally get off the plane, go right to my hair appointment. And then uh, she, unfortunately, like her husband got called into work and like, she couldn't come in totally fine. So we had to like maneuver things around. And I ended up going in on a Sunday, which was father's day. So God bless hair by Brittany San Diego. If you need a good blonde girl, like she's fire. I love her. She's amazing. Um, but she came in on father's day for me and it was a quick turnaround. Like she took those bad boys out. She threw my old ones in one row of them and she just trimmed them up. But like, I think I could have gone a little shorter and I might try it before I throw the old ones back in because I don't hate the short hair. I just don't think I'm loving like what's happening right now. So TBD we'll get there, but first world problems. Yeah. Well, I think you look beautiful no matter what. Yeah. She still looks gorgeous, like an Italian queen. So, wow. You guys. Wait, Emily. So we have Emily H and we have Emily Bain, our friend, we call her EB. So EB, do you want to tell the listeners a little about yourself? Do you want to introduce yourself to the audience? Introduce, please. Hey, um, I'm the other Emily. This is... (laughs) she's a little she's a little camera shy i feel a little shy she's a little shy okay so emily Emily, go ahead kate because kate kate has the oldest history with emily bain i had the the honor of meeting both kate and emily when i moved to san diego so but kate and emily 
Bain have quite a bit of history. One day, oh my gosh, I would love to (laughs) bring one day, I would love to bring Bain back and tell the whole story of the the guy drama because there's some guy drama. But if anyone could introduce Emily Bain, Kate, I feel like you would be the best suitor. So thank you. It would be my honor. So Emily Bain and I are friends from college. We were both in uh, Delta Zeta sorority. Shout out turtles. Um, we <laughs> were not turtles. Turtles. Even though we were in the same sorority, we were not we were not, we were friends at first. And then we were not friends because we hooked up with the same guy. And then we got in a physical fight at a frat house, but that was so so long ago. Now she's like one of my like best friends and we love each other. She's a incredibly talented graphic designer. She works for a super cool bike company in Encinitas. She's also single. So I feel like we'll definitely have her on here a lot more too, to talk about like dating and stuff. Um, she's brunette, petite, um, she has a mini dot. Is it a dot? Do you dachshund. know what today is? Today is actually national dachshund day. Did you know that? Yes. Hey. Yeah. I'm devastated. I couldn't be with Miller today. Shout out Miller, Bane, the cutest wiener dog in all the land. He does have a Instagram. It's at mini doxy Miller, mini doxy Miller. He's a sweetie. He's Huxley at Huxley time. underscore doodles, best friend <laughs> and lover. Yeah. I mean, lover. Yeah, he's he's a sweet man. He's a he's a sweet man. He loves a French kiss. Loves. Well, bonjour, a French kiss. He's got a little snake tongue. That thing will get in your mouth when you. Yeah, he does. He's got a slurpy one, slurpy tongue. Yeah. But well, ladies, I am so excited to chat with you. You guys have obviously been in Europe for like four days now. I have quite literally nothing to discuss in terms of my personal life the last four days, but. So I'm going to let you guys have the floor. So tell me like, so far, what has been each of y'all's favorite part about I, that trip? I kind of want to start from the beginning. I feel like I want to paint the picture before we dive into our like best moments, because honestly, it's only been day two of truly us being here. And we looked at each other today. We were like, dude, we've only been here for two days and we have a 14 day trip. Like it's, it's wild how much we've already done. But like, it was a bit chaotic in the beginning. Like we, so I don't know if you don't mind me just telling the story a bit here, Bane, and please jump in. But so we both were, were traveling the week before we left. So Emily was at a wedding in Austin. I was in Vegas for work. Um, I got back on a Friday and Emily was getting back on a Sunday. And the original plan was for us to drive on Sunday up to LA and fly out of LAX Monday morning, first thing like 5.45 AM. However, our original flight had two domestic layovers, which from both of us traveling right now and anyone that's listening, domestic travel is a mess. It's an, as Emily would say, a nightmare. (laughs) It's an absolute nightmare. And it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And I've always had a delay and we only had an hour layover in between each flight. So everything would have had to go perfectly to schedule. So like, as we continued, like through the weekend, I texted her and I was like, yo, I have mad anxiety about travel. She agreed. We ended up switching our flights 
to push it back to a direct to Paris and then which would have taken us to Florence from there which like seemed like the obvious choice and we would have gotten one more night at home like it was the best next step but like nothing ever comes easy right so I was able to do it on the app and then I wasn't able to do it on the app. Thank God Emily was already at the airport traveling because she was able to go to a desk and like change everything. But come to find out, we get to LA, LAX, and I was put on the flight, but Emily Bain was put on standby. So that was our first like little hiccup. Tears were had. Also, I just like to say, I was on standby, first time ever traveling anywhere. So I'm already <laughs> out of the country, wreck, like first time on, out of the country, on edge, so to speak. And then Emily is also uh, TSA pre-check, like shout out pre-check. But I am not pre-check, so then we have to go our separate ways. I'm crying, I'm like, I'm calling my mom. I'm like, Elena, I'm not gonna be on this flight. I'm on standby. How are we gonna make it? And then we finally regroup after security. And Emily's like, give me your phone. Let's look at Air France. And don't know if I'm upset. And um, let's see if you're on the flight. And as luck would have it, I made it on the flight, got a seat. We go up to the concierge. And what do you know? Our flight number is 69. 69. And we're like, God. <laughs> and <laughs> it was a sign from God. At, it, LAX is a clusterfuck of an airport anyway. So we had at least a, a 20 minute walk to our gate. So I was like, pull up the app. Let's look. Cause you can usually see the standby line and see like what name, like where, where you're listed. So as soon as she pulled up her app, she already had a seat and I'm like, yo, we're good. We're, we're good. We're Gucci. And then when we saw the 69, we were like, hell <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hell. yeah. That was definitely God. God, right? <laughs> Sometimes we were like, ha ha, Sarah, you're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we literally slapped our leg, pointed up to the sky, we go, like, you got jokes. <laughs> our God is an awesome is God. I love that. Wait, I'm so happy for you guys. Wait, also tell us who was on your flight oh. besides, please. Honey, I was getting there. I'm so, I literally am still shook about it. I don't know if anyone else cares, but so first of all, like this is, this is like a, a suggestion box note to LAX, but like your international terminals suck ass and there are no restaurants, zero. Zilch. Zilch. So there was this like this farmer's something vending machine where they have salads, like in fresh jars. salads and jar glass jars, which is great. I think that's, I think that's a fantastic feature and it like looked is fresh. It well, it was very enticing. So like I, I went to go get one and I paid $12 for this jarred salad. <laughs> Nothing comes out. I'm, I have my hand, I'm down in there. I got my hand up there. Like I'm sticking it up. I got scratches on my arm from trying to pull the salad out. The like didn't come out. And so this guy comes up behind me and he, he tries to buy something. And I was like, it's broken. You, you know, your money is best spent somewhere else. Like it's, it's not going to work. So then he gets behind, um, Emily's in line at this like little cafe and the only cafe in the terminal, the only cafe in the terminal. And I'm like, we get our shitty $15 turkey sandwiches and a Corona and we're sitting in, in the little space. Like, of course, we got of course. Of course light, I'm sorry, of course light. And 
there's this, there's this guy and I see him again. And I'm like, I know him. And I was like, isn't that the guy that does the Kardashian like bits? And it was Benny drama. It was motherfucking Benny drama. It sure was with his friend. With his friend. Yeah. Which is so cool. And I actually saw that he landed in Paris. So I think that was his final destination, but He's so funny. I actually recently discovered him over Coachella when he did that AMC bit with Nicole Kidman, like that, how she's like, heartbreak feels good. Feel good it's like this. Like <laughs> it was so freaking funny because that is the most, obviously I go to the movies often and that is just so cringy when she does that. And it, he did it such a good job, but he went, he went to Paris to meet up with that other TikTok guy that always does like the impressions yeah, oh, I, the guy was like, this is, this is my impression of blah, blah, blah. And it's so, I forget his name. So, so isn't it something personal for So I didn't see that, but like when we were walking on, obviously like us peasants have to walk past, you know, like we're just hashtag blessed to have seats on this fucking plane. And we're walking past first class because it's just like, you know, the journey you have to take back to the old, the old crickety seats in the back. And <laughs> before you go like, sit with the poor people, you have to see the rich people. It's like they right, just, exactly. It's, it's like you have to kiss their hands and like whatever before you walk back. Yeah. And they like, like part don't, of the they, don't you, they don't look at you in the eyes, and you're like, no. I know. I'm no, sure. no one looks you in the eyes. And all no. I did, like, I walked by and I was like, okay, confirmed, Benny drama. So I get back to my seat, and lo and behold, this is a full flight, right? Emily was on standby. I was the fourth in line fourth standby line but so I ended up the two seats next to me on an entirely full flight ended up before we took off completely empty so once again our God is an awesome God he reigns from heaven (laughs) so like an entirely full flight they were both empty so Emily was able to come sit next to me but so it was a couple it was a couple and they checked into their flight so we're like did they get drunk at the other terminal and just miss their flight like good for them possibly it's a narrative we'll never know never know guys doug and i doug and i missed the flight once because we were at the bar so it can happen to anyone (laughs) man you know it happens to the best of us to the best the the smartest most beautiful people Precisely. They, I'm sure they were a beautiful couple. I had no doubt that they were a beautiful couple, but I did send Benny Drama a tech, like a DM a and I a text a DM <laughs> out of 1.4 million people. I just, I was like, he's definitely going to see this. And I ended it with heartbreak feels good in a place like this. <laughs> Seat 35G. <laughs> he never, amazing. he never opened it. He never opened it. What? Damn, damn. You know what? If, I, if I had a, a penny for every time a celebrity hasn't opened a DM from me, like I would be rich. Okay, well, if I had a penny for every time one did, I would be rich. My, <laughs> I know, I know. Honestly, like my toxic for me, trait. Oh, my toxic is sliding into hot celebrity guys DMs, like thinking I have a shot. Like I'm talking TikTok, TikTok celebs. And I'm like, oh, they have 5,000 followers on Instagram, but like a million on TikTok, right? And I slide right in. I'm like, oh, I have, I for sure have a shot. No chance, never, never response. And they are so cringy, so cringy. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's always probably after you've been drinking. So you're like, hey, oh, let's I would never do that soberly. It's at like 2 a.m. <laughs> That's so funny. Dude, for like not being celebrities, we have actually managed to like name drop on every single episode. Like you ran into Guy Fieri and then you name dropped the guy, the guitarist from Mount Joy. Yeah. And then now we have Benny Drama. Like, we're, I mean, it's all from your end of the world, obviously, but like, we're like really cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I'm so LA. So LA. I'm sorry. I'm so LA. <laughs> yeah. I love it. But we've had a fantastic time. It's been like a bit that we, so kind of a backstory of like where we are, why we're here, what we're doing. My, um, both of my parents are turning 60 this year and rented a, like truly this stunning old historic. Um, it was actually a monastery that this, that the host family renovated and turned into a villa with all these different rooms and this infinity pool and like a massive, uh, yard, which is with all these like activities just in the center of Tuscany. It's, it's absolutely stunning and so relaxing. And, um, they're having friends and family kind of cycle in throughout the month. And, um, so Emily joined me on this first part of the trip and then we're heading to Greece to whoop it up, uh, at Mykonos and Santorini. But, um, so we made it, we've had a whirlwind of a couple, three days, three days but it's been dope. It's been so nice to just like be on vacation. It's like the weirdest feeling when you go on vacation after not being on like, I mean, we go to like Palm Springs and like do that stuff all the time, but I can't remember the last time I've been on like a vacation. It's, it's an, like truly an adjustment, which sounds crazy, but like just to like turn off work and turn off to do's and unplug. Like it's a weird thing. It's so necessary. So yeah, that's amazing. Well, I'm happy for you guys. You guys deserve a vacation. You deserve to explore. You deserve to fall in love. I'm very excited for the Mykonos content. I want like the two, I want to like look at the timestamp of your snap and be like, wow, it was 4 a.m. there. Like, that's what I want from you guys. I mean, you know, and I know I'll get that, but I'm loving the content I'm getting right now. I'm loving like the like sound of music vibes that you're serving. I mean, this, the town that we went in today was, I forget the name of it. Anagari. Anagari. It's truly, it was like, it's what you think of when you go to Italy. Just the exposed brick and stucco walls and the flowers and the, like, the cobble streets and the small cafe like it was stunning like and it's the linen it's like known for linen went to this amazing linen shop like linen the fabric uh, yeah don't forget to bring me a present I mean honestly do you want me to tell you what I was going to do today so we walked into the store Kate (laughs) and I I'm telling you like so they it's a fabric store so they're they're known they're 180 it was like um it was their 180th anniversary this year. And it's a, a super famous linen store in um, Tuscany. And so we walk into the store and they have a showroom, but they also have just like massive, like, like yards of linen and fabrics, but they had this, it's called Busati, B-U-S-A-T-T-I. Um, and it's in the town on Gari. It's fabulous. If you, if you are going to Tuscany, I highly recommend going to that town, but um, so we walk in and they have this little baby section and I look at Emily and I'm like, okay, my nephews are too old for this stuff. Like they're too big. First of all, they come from a Swedish descent. These they're three and four, but like, they're already six foot four. Like that's just, that's just how Swedes work. 
they're fucking massive. So they're not going to fit into these baby robes. And I was like, Bane, I was like, we, we got to buy Kate something. I was like, she's definitely going to be the next in line to have a baby. And like, we just, we have to buy her something like, and Emily's like, <laughs> Emily was like no, man, she does. She at least has a year and a half, a year and a half. And I was like, yeah, but we're going to look back on this and be like, we should have bought Kate the bib from Pusati. <laughs> like, like, can you go back? Because yes, I'm, right? a, year I'm a year and a half out, but like I'm in a year and a half, if my baby can be adorned in like some sort of Italian onesie, oh. like that won't at this point in time, I'm that's not going to happen. Cause you guys are going to go back to Italy in a year and a half. <sighs> I knew it. I'm devastated right now. I got a card from this. So. I literally just, my head just fell in defeat. Like I just went, Oh no, Emily. Sometimes listen, let me tell you, listen, Bane is brilliant. She's creative. She's beautiful. She's funny, but sometimes you just have to tell her no. You I know. <laughs> no, I told her no a lot. I'm your cool. older sister. I pull the older sister card all the time with her. Sometimes you got to do it. I give her a little snack, a little snack on the booty and tell her to just, you know, go on the other side of the store and you buy the present for me. All right. Well, yeah, but that wouldn't have been for you. And I just felt like, yes, it would if we would have given it to you, it would have been like, but what can I use right now? You know? No, that's true. That's true. And also like, no, uh, it also is like jinx it. Like what if like, for like, God forbid, like I can't get pregnant. Then like I have this baby thing and I'm like, oh, sucks. Right. I well, every day. I was looking, I'm rational, okay? All right, well, that's I'm true. I'm the bad guy I'm the bad guy. Emily, well, Emily's, yeah, that I, hey, I think I appreciate it. The thought that counts. Am I upset you didn't buy it? 100%. But do I understand where both of you are coming from? Of course, of course. Yeah, well, you know, okay. Anyway. So what, so what are you guys doing? What you guys made pasta today, right? Yes. So we, so far we've gone to, well, first of all, I have this like cute little problem called insomnia and I didn't sleep the second night, like literally at all, but you don't have your pterodactyrome. Oh no. I have my pterodactyrome. Like my dinosaur pills are here with me, but they have done nothing for this. Like, Dang. Yeah, it was fucking wild. I mean, we're nine hours ahead, so it's it's super tricky. Yeah, it's super True. tricky for a little insomnia girl like myself. But um, so yesterday we had this fantastic day, even though there was like a lack of sleep, 20 minutes maybe at that. But we went to this winery um, and I'll like, I'll, if anyone's interested, I'll post. I'm, I'm taking notes of like everything everywhere that we've gone. So I will post like our itinerary when we're, we're home. But um, we went to this winery that my parents had gone to years ago. So they knew the owner and like, he came out and saw them again. It was super cool, but it was like a, a wine tasting and a quote unquote light lunch, but it was like, uh, a charcuterie, a soup, a lasagna, a dessert with like nine semi half, like half glasses of tastings. Like we were all hammered. It was so fun. I'm here with my extended family too. So it's like, my, my parents, my brother, uh, my aunts, uncles, cousins, there's like 15, 16 of us. So it's just, it's been a super fun time. And then today we like explored that town. Tomorrow we're going into Florence and Bain has never been to Florence. So I'm super excited to take her to Florence. So excited. And then um, Sunday, we're going to do a little chill day and then um, like hang by the pool and then head to Mykonos. Monday. And whoop it up. That sounds amazing. I'm yeah. so happy for you guys. I'm like loving the content. 
I'm so happy that you're there. I can't wait to hear even more stories. And you guys are just crushing it. So keep it up and don't forget to buy me a present. (laughs) Obviously. Haven't met any Italian zaddies yet, but there's still time, you know? I feel like the real hotties are going to come out at Mykonos. I think it's going to be the I think it's going to be like you guys like making out with us with two strangers in the club in Mykonos. Like that's the content that I'm waiting for. My hinge has been in my hinge has been in Mykonos since we left. Like it's wait, Emily. Side note, really quick. My date. (laughs) Okay, so did you ever have your date with the guy from Chicago? Okay, no, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Okay, but did you see he commented on your Instagram yesterday? Um, obviously, you saw it. <laughs> I liked it, and I almost commented on it and said, "Oh, is this the guy that canceled his haircut flight to go on a date?" That's that's him. You're on our podcast. That's him. That is him. Yeah. So. Oh, I know. I I clicked on it, and I go, "Who is this man?" I was like, "Oh my god, this is the guy that canceled his Chicago flight for his haircut for Emily." And then you were, and then you were sick, and then I was sick. Yeah. So I was sick. I was tired. I didn't have enough time. I feel absolutely terrible, but like, you know, good things come to those who wait. He's not that angry because he commented on your photo, but I was like, this is like, um, I feel please. so invested in this relationship. <laughs> there's more, there's more to the story. Oh, like, oh my God. Get, okay. Okay. Get your drink ready. Get your drink ready. Oh my God. Okay. Are you sitting? Yeah, I'm sitting. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Is he in Italy? No, I swear to God. So, Hey, Hey, mystery man. I know you're probably listening. So, and I don't, I still don't know if this is true or not. I'm, I just got the text, but so I'm, I, I have an international plan. So I have like texts and like can message, whatever. I'm rich. (laughs) But like, I get this text message from him as we've like still kept in contact. And you know what I will say that I do appreciate is like, even though he did cancel his weekend, like I feel like most guys would be pissed at the fact that I like had to cancel and didn't make it work, but he was actually super nice about it and understanding. And like, you know, I just, I do appreciate that anyway. So the other night at dinner, I get a text message with a ticket confirmation of him flying to Rome on Saturday. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like tomorrow? Uh, I, what's today? Sunday. Today's Friday. Sunday. No, I think it's tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Saturday. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or There's not. What time, what time does he land? Like um, in the morning. That's why he, oh, that's why his God. message was as such. If this is true, I was like, who are you? When he sent me that, he was like a man of persistence, I suppose. I am so so like I'm feeling every emotion like I'm so scared I'm I'm impressed. I'm curious I'm a little I'm a little uncozy but I'm also like uh-huh. very like I'm a little uncozy yeah like is this is but it's also like very romantic like I don't know like what if this okay. is your man this is your story and this is how it begins I'm curious of your thoughts <laughs> like your true genuine thoughts um I mean, I'm honestly concerned about what Emily Bain is going to do all day tomorrow. <laughs> I guess, Bain, you're going to get like a day to, to explore. No, no, no. On your- no, no, no. First of all, I would never like, first of all, this is me. I'm and- going to Mykonos whether okay. or not they're going. Time out. First of all, this is me and Emily Bain's trip. I've never once like would ever leave one of my best friends on a trip yeah. that her and I planned. Like, oh, yeah. Not even an option in my yeah, mind. Yeah. 
But yeah. like, so I'm taking that out of the equation. I'm just curious of your thoughts of the entire situation. Okay. Okay. That, that taken out of it. I think that it is very romantic. I mean, clearly he is financially well off. So I'm sure it's not as much of like a crazy thing to him as it would be to like me. Cause like, I mean, I would literally never, like I can't even afford to go to Italy like this time next year. Like not definitely not tomorrow, but I mean, I, I think it could go, I think it's really going to depend on like how you guys click. Cause I think if it goes well, it's, it's the most romantic thing ever. And it's the start of like a really great love story. If it doesn't go well, and I don't think it's going to go bad, but when I say that, I mean, like, maybe you guys are just better as friends. I guess you're not going to know until you meet to see if there's chemistry, whatever. Then it's like, okay, he's still got a nice trip to Italy out of it. And it's like, how much bad of a time can you have in Italy? And he'll get to explore with you two and you two are a blast. So even if he's there for two days, he's going to have a blast. And if he's rich enough to buy a last minute trip to Italy, he probably has people there. Like he probably knows some people there, but like, also what if like, what if like, what if him and Bane hit it off? Like, what if like, there's so many scenarios that could happen. Like I'm so, I don't know. Plot motherfucking twist. Oh my God. Like what if, what if you and him are just better? What if you're like, I'm not into true. it. And then for some reason they fall in love. Like what? So like true. there's like, so much. That is this a is a book. This is a if book. I've ever heard one. That's a hallmark plot plot. If I've ever heard one, like that's so true. Yeah. I, my only thing is in here. And like, I think it's, I think it's very sweet and he's been probably the most persistent person I've ever like met in my, well, not met in my entire life, but I'm like, you don't even know me, you know? Like, have you guys spoken on the phone? Like what has been your extent of your communication? Just text messaging or Instagram DMs? No, just texting and like D, yeah, texting. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I hope mean, I know well. I'm like, cool all, like but, you know. He also like, what if he's the kind of guy where like, if, if it, if it doesn't work out with you, he's just like, what gets on hinge in Italy and just like does his thing there. Like, no, he's very much seems like, and I, I think this is really cool about him. Cause I feel as though I'm a pretty spontaneous person and independent and can like kind of go with the flow and do things too. And I think he's that way. He's never, he keeps, he keeps like, he was going to fly to Vegas when I was in Vegas. Right. But he's but never put the he's never put the pressure on me to be like, I'm there, you need to see. You know what I'm saying? Like if someone comes somewhere for you, it's like there's this underlying pressure of it being like, you know, oh, I have to see them or they're gonna be upset or this is gonna ruin things, or I have to, but he's never like really put that pressure on me. It's kind of like I'm coming to see you. I would love to see you. I'm gonna do everything I can to see you and like keep being persistent. And if it doesn't work out, it's not your fault. We'll keep trying. Well, that's good then. And I, yeah. and that's why I was like, I bet he's the kind of person that either like would go to Italy alone and have a great time or knows people there. So it's not like a big, like for him, it's like, of course I want to see her. And like, it's so romantic. And like, if it works out great. And obviously that's, that would be like what everybody wants, but if not, then it sounds like he's very capable of like still enjoying it and moving on. And it's not something you have to feel like it's like a burden on you if things don't Precisely. go well. So Precisely. I think it's probably- it's probably like the best person for this to happen with and to for right. the scenario. So the funny part I'm is like he's, I'm really- funny part is he's flying into Rome and like I'm in Florence. So <laughs> well, you're not even in Florence. Yeah, like I'm not even in Florence. <laughs> Bane, Bane, are you guys, how Bane, are you gonna see him? 
I, I don't know. I don't know if this is true or not. And he said, I never really responded to it. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I'm here with my family. I like, I, I don't necessarily, you know, I'm going with the flow of what my mom has planned and what this, this first part of our trip, like this is, I'm, I'm going with the flow of this vacation, but so I haven't entirely responded to that part. So I'm not sh- sure yet, but Bane just taps me on the shoulder and goes, do you want to hear my opinion? <laughs> yes, Bane. What's your opinion? So I would like to give Emily Bane the floor here. I'm scared, but here we go. Okay, mystery man, it's Emily. <laughs> and I just like to say, like, okay, Kate and Emily bring up a really good perspective. Maybe it is romantic as hell. But, you know, I'm here to be rational. And I just, I think it's a little weird. Like when she handed me her phone with her confirmation number the other day, I about fell out of my chair at the restaurant in Arizo. And I just, you know, I don't know if I can get behind that. I don't know if I support you dating my friend like that. But, and also potentially ruining my trip. Um, Do you think I would ever ruin your trip though? No, but like, what if you guys do hit it off? And this is the man of your dreams. But I've- I'm I've, not going to stand in between that, but like, what if he has to join us and Nico's and I'm just like on the chair way far away. But I will say as a friend, if I've ever dated someone, something so important to me is how that person treats my friends. And if it's not a collaborative, like, like you don't include my friends in something like it disinterests me. Guys, I'm seeing like Bachelor. This is like, this is like an episode of The Bachelor. Like, I feel as though like. Like he's the bachelor and you guys are the contestants and you guys are going to Italy for like one night. Like that's literally how this is going to play out. And I'm very excited to see how, what the results don't want to play because, you know, <laughs> you might not know you want to play, but you might have to play. Yeah. She's upset. She's upset. That's okay. We don't well, know if this is happening. This is like, it a, might be fake. this, it might be fake news. It's a TBD. I truly don't know if this is real. I, if you want to know how creepy I am, I got on and looked up his confirmation number because he sent me the whole thing and nothing actually came up. So who knows if this is real. Photoshop yeah. is wild these days. He was posted. I'm very interested to see and, you know, maybe you, Emily, maybe you should just set the expectations with him and just be like, Hey, I'm like, if he is there, just be like, I'm so excited you're here. This is so amazing. Like, just so you know, like I am going to be with my, my, my bestie on this trip and my family, but like, I'd be, I would be willing to do like a dinner one night with you, oh, like set yeah. the thing and just say like, let's do a dinner, but then, just, but then I'm going back to my girl and my family. And then like, if like, maybe there's a day that works out that you can hang out with us during the day, but like. I can commit to a dinner, like a, you know, but that's pretty much it. And then Bane, you, and then Bane, you can have just like a little alone time for like two hours or something like, you know, explore what you want to do or hang back up the house. I feel like when I travel with groups, I like crave like even two or three hours of just alone time. So are you kidding me? She would be sitting at the bar watching me with (laughs) with a martini. I would literally have my compact (laughs) gear up. Like What's happening? <laughs> yeah, just then let her go. Plant her, plant her at the bar, and don't yeah, tell him. And then just like tell him who I was, like, and I was just at this bar to like make sure everything's okay. Yeah, one thousand percent. I mean, things are happening. Things are winding. This could be good. This could be good. This could be a good okay, story. I'm a bit to it. I'm a bit to this it. is also it's for the podcast, Bane. It's for the podcast. Yeah, but like, 
you know, Ugh. anyway, so that's what's happening in my dating life in Europe. We're in Italy. Things are good. And here we are. Wow. Thank you all for that. That was quite, that was a lot. That was a lot. That was quite the spell. Um, great. Okay. Well, I have literally, yes. Um, we only have a couple stories today. Um, I feel like we have a lot of the same stories too. Oh no. I will be honest. I was, I was sitting at the table at dinner and I'm like, y'all, I need some new stories. Like somebody give me some new stories. I haven't been on my phone or TikTok or stuff like that. So I like, I don't have a ton of insight, but I have a couple, I have a couple. Okay. Um, okay. Well, go ahead. I'll read my go first. Yeah, go for it. Um, okay. Well, I guess we should start by saying that obviously the headlines of all the stories today are the Supreme Court decision for Roe yes. versus Wade. Yeah, let's talk. And about that. Getting two, it's not one of our story stories, just because I think Emily and I want to just try to keep this to be an outlet for people to escape some of the craziness of the world and just laugh and smile for a little bit. I obviously should address it. So I think for Everyone, this is a probably a really, really devastating and scary day. And for some people, a lot other people, it's a very joyful day. And there's probably a lot of people that are very confused and don't know what to feel. So I guess just hopefully sending out prayers for everyone, regardless of what you're going through. And hopefully everyone can just treat each other with compassion and, you know, a little bit of, you know, empathy, love, I guess. Empathy and love. Yeah. Yeah, because it's obviously a incredibly complex situation, and there's so many layers to it. And it's this is probably one of the biggest things that happened in the history of our country. So I just want to send that out to everyone, like love and and understanding and empathy. So, but that was pretty much every single story on every single news site today, respectfully. So, so yes, one hundred percent. I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, it is like a a dicey thing. We don't like to get into it, but I, I agree. I do hope that everyone can move forward with, with love and empathy. So yeah. thank you for it. And that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So on to our first story, just to switch <laughs> gears here. Mindy, Mindy, Mindy Kaling says that writing Legally Blonde 3 has been the scariest writing of her career. Wait. So they're writing, they're writing a Legally Blonde 3 right now. Mindy Kaling was given the script rights. Um, so she is writing the script for Legally Blonde 3 in partnership with Dan Gore, who wrote Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Parks and Rec. So two like iconic comedian writers are writing the script and then they basically are going to give it to Reese Witherspoon to like approve. But it's going to be Elle Woods. It's like a 40-year-old. So there's no set plot yet, but it's basically going to see what Elle Woods is up to today when she's like 40. I hope she's still with Luke Wilson, first of all. Yeah, for sure. Like, we love Luke Wilson. I love the ending. I mean, and is like, is Bruiser still alive? That's what I really want. Probably not. That's what I really want to know. Bruiser's son is probably in it. Yeah, I don't know if Bruiser's alive, honestly, but... In the last movie, it was when she went to Washington, D.C. to fight for, like, animal rights because Bruiser's mom was, like, tested on or something. And, like, that's how Bruiser's, like, Bruiser lost his, like, birth mom. Uh-huh. Um, so 
this is the third movie. There's not a big plot, but basically Mindy Kaling said, it's one of those projects where it takes longer than any other thing because you absolutely do not want to mess it up. The character is so beloved. And then they also are trying to find the perfect way to integrate Jennifer Coolidge's character, Paulette Bonafonte. So it's like two iconic characters. Like, you know, like you have Elle Woods and then you have Paulette Bonafonte. Like, don't make me choose, you okay. know? Like two, two icons. And they're trying to figure out the best way to get both of them. Like, I could not imagine the pressure of writing Legally Blonde Free. Like, that's a no for me. Like, I could not do that. No, no way. Mindy Kaling, though, if anyone's going to do it, it's her. And I just, I feel like she wants to do it justice. You know? Yeah, totally. I completely agree. And it had to be a woman. It could not, this could not have just been written by a man. Like, it had to be a woman. Right, right. Well, I'm excited to see it. I know me too. I don't know when it's supposed to come out, but they announced it earlier this year that they were moving forward with it. So I, I, always, get, it. I always get a little nervous with stuff like this because it's like, don't ruin a good thing. Right. You know, like that's such a classic, such a classic movie and such a classic story. And so sometimes I get a little nervous with this stuff, but I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah, me too. We can go together. Ladies, let's go together. I'll get my raisinets. Oh my God. That's awesome. Awesome. I'll get my pizza and Hell pretzel yeah. bites and a glass of wine. Perfect. I actually, actually, babe. wow. That's the most, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. I'm like a soda. What'd she say? Emily Bain said, I don't eat anything at the movies. No. That's, that's like serial one, killer vibes. I'm that's, like a one handful of popcorn girl. Like, I just don't need your popcorn. Wow. I love a munchie. I love a snack. You heard it it here, folks. She's a cheap date. Take her to the movies on the first date. Like, take me to the lot, you know? (laughs) She still likes her legs up and her back reclines. That's right. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Doug and I usually go to the lot, and it's $21. We went to the AMC last weekend that doesn't have the reclining chairs, and it was like $15 due to inflation. So $6 difference for like a VIP experience. And then what I would say was probably trash. So I think the lot is just like, you just have to do that now. Like there's no reason to not go to like your, or whatever your fancy theater is in your town. But yeah, it's, that's, that's the move. So for sure. And pro tip on Wednesdays, it's like half off or it's a discounted rate. So just on Wednesdays. There you go. That's a lot. We, you love, we love a coupon. We love a coupon. We love a discount code. <laughs> yeah. um, All right. Uh, what's your uh, next? Hashtag spill or just the code spill 10 for 10%. Oh my God. <laughs> we need, we, there are so many people that like should be sponsoring us, but haven't yet. So it's going to be, we'll be in touch. It's yeah. called manifestation, baby. Let's keep talking about it. <laughs> we need an intern. We need like an intern to like help with like outreach to, to like sales companies. I mean, like honestly, I'm raising my right hand right now. Like I am intern. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, I have some bachelor news because bachelor nation, you know, it's been, a, it's been a sad month for bachelor nation. There's been quite the amount of breakups. There's been three breakups for 2022 thus far. So, and honestly, I'm reading this, but like, I've kind of stopped watching some of these seasons. So I don't know who all these people are, but 
I think I know who most of them are. Right. I know who every single person is because I, I know, I know them, but like, I didn't, I, I know them, but I didn't watch Michelle's season. So like, I don't have any like emotional tie to them, but Michelle and Nate broke up. So they cut off their engagement as of June 17th. And Michelle reads, I'm struggling to say that Nate and I will be going our separate ways, but I stand with him and knowing the heaviness that is present in both our hearts as this relationship has been real for us. Um, it goes to say to you, Nate, you quickly became my best friend and the love I have for you is incredibly strong. I will never stop wanting to see you succeed. This message sounds like he broke up with her personally. So I don't think anyone is surprised by this. Unfortunately, I've gotten fuckboy vibes from Nate from the start. And usually if you get fuckboy vibes, like they are a fuckboy. Yep. And I just, just, I've always seen that. And I think that she, I was really, 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 really surprised when she ended up, like when she chose him in the end, because I know that I do feel like she is one of the most, she's probably one of the bachelorettes that I respect the most, like just her background and her profession and just like how she carries herself. Like I, I was really surprised that she chose him. So I'm not surprised that this didn't work out. I mean, obviously sad for both of them. And like, do I think that it was his first serious relationship and probably the first time that he's ever been like faithful to someone? Yeah. But obviously not long enough, more than a year to like make it like a long-term official thing. But I do think she was probably the first close to forever thing that he felt but I just don't think he's got the fuck boy out of him yet, especially with like the fame that he has now. Right. For sure. I totally understand that. I do remember when they, like when this all happened that he was this like proclaimed fuck boy and a lot of people, yeah, and there was a lot of people were never going to work out. So yeah. I guess and a lot of people saying that they saw him at bars and clubs, like, you know, out with the guys and, you know, surrounded by women and like never did anything, but like very much bask in the attention. Right. And so it's like, oh, that was like the first red flag for me. It's like, why are you going out all the time with when you have like a fiance? I don't know. It was a fiance. And she's, I, I, Michelle's dope. I really like her. I think she's great. So she deserves, she deserves it all. She deserves that. Yeah, so. totally. Bye. Okay. Um, also that broke up this year was, I don't know if you, I am a huge bachelor in paradise fan. And I feel like I just need to say this before I begin into it. But like, if any of the producers are listening to this right now, you need to bring on normal, regular, new people to bachelor in paradise. I'm sick of everyone knowing each other and dating each other before they go in, bring in some fresh meat. Like I am available. That's all I have to say. I completely agree. I think that that would really mix things up. And you did hear, you did hear about what they're doing this season on Bachelor in Paradise, right? No. Well, it's, I mean, they're quite literally copying Love Island, but they're going to do the whole Casa more thing where basically they'll have people on the beach for a week and then they'll completely split the guys into one house and the girls into another house, throw new people in for a week and at the end of that week you have to choose if you want to go back to your first week bow or stay with this new bow interesting so it's yeah, like, like it's essentially the same person. thing it's just separated so there's like like don't they they kind of do that anyway yeah. right but it's just like more separate yeah. interesting yes okay. correct yeah so they're basically gonna like put them all in like 20 people in a house and then pull like the 10 guys into a different house, the 10 girls into another house, throw a bunch of new people in 
and then make them choose, like, do you want to stay at this house with your new person or do you want to go back to the original house? So it'll be really interesting to see, but I totally agree. I think that some like people that are not, it's just that everyone goes in already either matched up or with history. And it's just so stupid. It's like, it feels like it's like a group of friends that you're new in that you don't understand this, the current drama. And it's like, that's dumb. Right. Like you want to be a part of the drama as it grows. So, right. yeah, I mean, I think they should throw you in there, Emily. I think that you should be thrown in there for thank sure. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank both you. Of you. I, Honestly, I, put, put both available. of them in there. I'm available. Yeah. So just saying, um, but Marissa or Marisa, Marissa, Marisa, Marissa, uh, gun and Riley Christian did break up. So I wasn't surprised they got, they got engaged on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, I was um, waiting for them actually. I was too. Okay. I really, yeah, I liked them as a couple. I thought they were a great couple. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I just chin chin. I love them as a couple. They were one of my favorite couples probably ever. So I was sad about that. They just stand each other so hard. Like it was cute. Yeah. And not forced. Right. Know? Yeah. But, and like the way that he stuck up for her when she got slut shamed by the entire country because they hooked up and he was just like, no, like that's not going to happen. Like you guys are not about to slut shame her and not me. I thought that was just like so endearing. Right. Good boyfriend. Well, I hope they stay friends. They seem like a good pair, at least to stay friends. So maybe they just realized they weren't a good couple. But anyway, they broke up too, which is a sad thing. But a little one closer to home are San Diego bows. Um, Katie Thurston and John Hersey have broken up. She actually said a statement. No, we aren't together. (laughs) That was her statement. I'm low-key, low-key surprised on this one too. I did actually think they were kind of like, Really? No, I sure ain't. I just, I feel like she, sorry, Katie. I feel like maybe we'll run into each other in San Diego and I think we could be friends. Nothing against you, but like, I just think moving on when someone moves on that quickly from one relationship to the next, I just, they're doomed. It's, it's a hard thing to really heal and like, and, and absorb what just happened in a previous, previous relationship. And then like, just give yourself to this next one. And I just think it happened so fast. It almost felt like, do I think they had a connection? Sure. For sure. But do I think it was maybe going to last? I don't know. Not necessarily. So, I mean, while I'm bummed, I think they're super cute together. I just, I didn't, I can't say that I thought it was gonna, thought it was going to be her forever. Yeah. I guess I thought because they were like, they were friends before that. I feel like anytime you're friends before you always have like a couple, there's a couple extra points your way that you might work out. But I agree with you. I think that jumping that fast, I can't imagine that she processed everything with Blake before giving herself to John. So I'm sure there was some like issues there, but who knows? I do. I do really like her a lot. She's always also been one of my favorites. So I wish her the best in her dating adventures, as long as she doesn't try to date anyone that you guys try to date, which is very uh, likely. All I have to say is stay off the hinge, Katie. Okay. <laughs> stay <laughs> off the motherfucking hinge. Like stay on Encinitas, <laughs> honestly. Uh, stay away from anyone. Stay away from anyone named Doug Peter. go trip for you, like back the fuck off, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that's my Bachelor Nation stories. Um, I'm super excited though for Bachelor in Paradise to start in September. So me too. And I think the Bachelorette starts like July 11th or something. So we'll start having our like weekly Bachelorette recaps as part of this because that's obviously incredibly important to us. It's very important to us, especially since it could be my future. True. 
Yeah. So love it. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, a little non-break of news. Chloe Kardashian is rumored to be dating a private equity investor. Love that for her. You guys hear this news? I'm so stoked for her. Yeah. I- so apparently she met this guy at a dinner party at Kim's house and they're like, he's like friends with Kim and they hit it off. And now they've been like going on dates, which honestly, if the girl had gone to another basketball player, I think we all just would have been like, sis, like help us help you like stop dating basketball players. But I've always pictured her with like a businessman, like a rich businessman that isn't involved in drama or athletic disloyalty and like can just be rich and do his own shit while she like has her empire and like support her. I agree. I agree. And I like, I'm so sick of them dating these public figure rappers and athletes. And I mean, it's, it's just getting old. And I think Chloe has always been one of my favorite Kardashians. I just think she's so intelligent and like, I don't know. I just think she's so cool. She's just, she's, she deserves, she deserves us. And I'm very happy for her. I'm really happy for her. I think this is great. And no one needs, she has no time for the like bullshit anymore. Like do any of us No. Yeah. She's the best. I mean, you know, I'm obsessed with Kim, but Chloe. I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But she's like, <laughs> like yeah, she's definitely like number two she's my number two for sure honestly I think I have like Kim it's just Kim and Chloe for me I could really care less about the others but it's yeah you mean you don't like Courtney I don't vibe with Courtney I don't know I don't hear enough from Kylie and I don't really know how I feel about Kendall but I think that's our final story is actually a little Kendall Jenner news about her man's um, Kate, I feel like I hear, I've heard you say multiple times that you're in your Courtney phase. Um, so I'm a little confused by your statement. Wow. Called out. Wow. <laughs> I like, I do like her. I like the Courtney phase right now. Just like the rocker vibes and like the grungy kind of like relaxed look. Like I'm happy for her now, but I don't think like the last year of her behavior can make up for like all the other years where she just like, she just comes across very cold so it's hard to like I don't know I don't think she's ever been a warm person I think I also I have to say I agree with you I think the last year since she's been with Travis she's it kind of I love when a female can get into a relationship and is still herself and like is very confident in who she is like even Kim right now is coming into her own and she has this thing with Pete Davidson but she's still coming into this like confident new Kim Whereas I think Courtney just really gravitated towards Travis and his life and becoming this emo rock star wife. I don't know. I just think it's weird. I don't really vibe with her either anymore. And I think she's kind of obnoxious, but I think their love is cool. I just, I don't really vibe with her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But also very happy for Chloe. So that's cool. Same. Happy for Chloe, sad for Kendall because her and Devin Booker, Booker, Booker. were they married? Quick cue, were they married? No, 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 no. So that was just a rumor. Did you start that rumor, Emily Bain? Emily Bain starts rumors. 
Okay, it's, not all the time. No. I admit them, but I did not start that rewrite. I did see that online though, but I don't think I told anybody about it because I don't really care about the Kardashians. Oh, okay. So you're but I did watch this season and I loved it. I was living for it. Good, good, good. Slipping. Yeah. They're, they're so normal. They're yeah. just like us. Celebrities. Yeah. Yeah, she they were dating for two years, which I think is like her longest relationship. So but she's like 26, and I feel like she's so young. 26 is yeah it's also like when you're in a relationship like the the I feel like that's yeah she could find she'll do just fine so um yeah I don't know enough about them or care enough to be like sad about this news but like sorry Kendall I send you my best yeah my condolences my condolences um so I would like to talk about my future baby daddy okay Elon, Elon Musk are you kidding me? oh right are you kidding me Elon? Ew. Um, obviously, Emily Bain isn't a follower of our podcast, so oh, that's, upsetting. that's upsetting in itself. I listened to the first two. I'm sorry. Uh, well, this is from this. This is from I think the second episode. I think okay, it was, I listened to the first. Episode. I was supposed to say there I it is. This was the first episode, but thank you so much for listening. Oh yeah, you did talk about. I sure did. I sure did. Oh, talk about Amber. Yep, yep, yep. She's bad. Oh. Anyway, so Elon Musk's child files, uh, honestly, the only reason I brought this, this story up is because of, of him being my future baby daddy, but um, his child files name chains to transition gender and end relationship with Tesla CEO. So maybe he's not the best, best dad. Um, what gave that away? I honestly didn't ask for, for your opinion. <laughs> but um I have zero opinions. the daughter has filed for a name change citing that she no longer wishes to be related to my biological father in any way so you know what maybe nice. it's not all it's cracked up to be I don't I don't understand honestly yeah yeah that's sad <laughs> I just don't have much to say. Are you really sad for Elon right now? No, he has seven children. Did you guys know that? No, I'm sad for the daughter. Like clearly, clearly he isn't a good dad. And maybe she like highly disagrees with stuff that he's doing. And maybe there's stuff that he's doing that we don't even know about that she disagrees with. So yeah, I mean, how old is this girl? Do we know? Is she like 18? She's 18. So in the petition, in accordance with her new gender identity, Elon's 18-year-old daughter, Vivian Jenna Wilson, also states that part of the reason for her name change is that she no longer wishes, or she no, no longer lives with or wishes to be related to my bi- biological father in any way, shape, or form. Ouch. Um, yeah, that's tough. Let me see. Daddy. Yeah. He said, Elon said, pronouns suck. Well, that's mean. (laughs) Honestly, like, fuck off. Later that year, he also wrote, I absolutely support trans, but all these pronouns are aesthetic nightmare. Wow. I mean, for your own daughter, that's pretty shitty. But anyway, maybe I wouldn't take a sperm. I don't know. I really just wanted it for the money. If I'm being honest, that's just, that's just honesty. I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's honestly fair. Like that's okay. Yeah. But after reading this, I, I, I am with Vivian. I'm team Vivian. Team Viv. Team Viv. Oh, okay. Well, I think those are all of our stories for the day. And I know you gals, it's probably, what time is it there? Almost 11 midnight. It's 11 45 PM. <sighs> Oh my God. I'm stressed. Okay. Yeah. Should we end with a little, what you're watching, listening, reading, TikToking? 
We shall, we should, and we will. Okay, Bane, honest, you have to participate. Emily Bane has to participate. And I, I'm happy that she will, because I'll be honest, like I've been so freaking busy. I, I don't even know what I'm like watching or TikToking, to be honest. But I've got some things. I've got some things. So let's start with you, Kate. Okay, I am still reading the same book I've been reading. I promise I'm going to read it by the end of this weekend. I'm watching. I just binge. That's Steve. Yeah. He's just barking at the air, the mailman. I just binge watched the entire season of the summer. I turned pretty, which was it's on Amazon prime. It's a book series that they made into a TV show. I had not read the book series, but I did watch the show. I watched literally like all 10 episodes on Sunday and it was so good. It's definitely like a girly, like, you know, teenage show about like first love and like complications and all this stuff, but it was really good. And I liked it a lot. It's on Amazon prime. Amazing. Cool. I love a good show. I need a new show to watch. Um, that sounds yeah, cool. Watch this the summer. I turned pretty. It's very good. And then let me know if you're team Conrad or team Jeremiah. <laughs> okay. I will. And maybe I'll download okay. it for the way home. That's a good one. Um, reading, I actually just started a new book. Emily Bain gave me Daisy, Daisy Jones and the six, and I'm so into it. Have you read it? I have read it. I did indeed. And they Reese Witherspoon's hello sunshine production, I think is turning it into a movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're filming the movie for it right now. Awesome. I mean, I literally just started it. I've, I've been trying to read it. Like I said, I'm on this, in this villa with 14 of my aunts, uncles and cousins and sitting by the pool, we're literally reading a book and we're like, I've read the same sentence 15 times because there's so much background noise that it's so hard to like concentrate and read, but I'm a little bit for like through the first half or first half. And it's, it's so good. I'm, I'm very much into it. So that's a new one for me. So I'm excited. Right. About that. Um, yeah. And then I watched on the way over here, the Entourage movie. And it was, have you ever seen the Entourage movie? Did you watch Entourage? No. Ah. Oh man I love I love it it's been so long since I've seen it it's just like I don't know I mean the show was better in my opinion but it was just it was a good movie so that's what I was watching Bane what are you reading and watching okay I just started reminders of him that is what Kate you gave me um I'm obsessed I'm like a third of a way through um I'm listening to this Spotify playlist, but it's like my go-to during the summertime sometimes. Uh, the Chillin' on a Dirt Road, it's like clap, like good country hits, great for mornings, highly recommend. Um, watching, I just watched Conversations with Friends. It's it's different. I read the, or listened to the audiobook. Um, excellent audiobook, by the way, highly recommend. But the the show um, features Joe Allen, aka Taylor Swift's boyfriend, baby uh, husband. Um, but the show is a little different, and it's definitely like a low budget show. But it's it's good if you've read the book. What if you haven't read the book? You're not gonna like it. Okay, mm-hmm. good to know. Good to know. Uh, I haven't read the book, so I don't know. I haven't either. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Wait, Emily, I'm glad that you're loving reminders of him though. Isn't that guy, the main character, isn't he just like definition of like what it means to be a good man? Yes. 100%. Like I, I obsessed. 
I think in Greece we'll have more time to read. I'm kind of hoping. So I'm Sunday. Sunday we're gonna Sunday read we're gonna read here, and then I'm hoping Greece we have some time to read. So I'm hoping I get to dive into it a little bit too if Emily finishes it. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm sure her she will. Heard good things. Yeah. Um, what have you been listening to, sis? Um, well, <laughs> to continue with the summer I turned pretty, the Netflix, like the Netflix show, super actually pretty good, interesting marketing ploy. They made a Spotify playlist for every character in the show. There's like four or five main characters. So, and they're all so different. So I've been listening to um this the main girl her name's Isabel they call her Billy but I've been listening to her playlist on Spotify so if you watch the summer I turned pretty go to Spotify and look up the summer I turned pretty and there's playlists for every single character so that's pretty what, cool what kind of that. genre of music is is it like just pop like a, well a, just her hers is like pop but they're all a little different because like one of the characters is like super depressed so his is like very like brooding kind of stuff and like one of them's more like upbeat and like hers is more like kind of pop like, but then also like sad girl love song vibes, which I'm into. You know, I love a sad girl. Sad I, know, girl. I know you love sad girl music. That's yeah, sure do. Sure do. Sure do. Sure do. Yeah. Well, I've been listening to, and I think Emily can can count this. Um, I'm listening to Dean Martin. Dean Martin. That's amore. When the moon hits your eye like a big piece of pie. That's amore. Dude, you guys should listen to like the Ratatouille soundtrack all day tomorrow. Oh, that's actually a super good call. Yeah. Since you're like living the life of a Ratatouille, like you guys literally were Ratatouille today. Yeah, for sure. I definitely, I mean, we actually, so... I have my, my dad so kindly got us all. I'm like still on my dad's like company phone plan. It's like the one thing I'm still holding on to for my parents. And he got us all like the international plan. So we've been driving to all these towns, which are hours away. And we put on like Italian bangers, like Italian old school bangers playlists. And they're just, they're so good. And it's like, we know speak Americano, do, do, do. I love that song. Yeah, there's just a lot of good. We're just in the Italian Italian zone right now. So it's been fun. It's been fun. But I will be honest, TikTok has like not been on my radar at all. So I truly like, I don't even I have nothing. I have absolutely nothing. Oh, really? On TikTok? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been like. I haven't really been on TikTok that much. I did get told yesterday in the drive-thru at Starbucks that I look exactly like this one TikToker. So then I looked her up and I actually do. And I was on her page for like an hour last night. She's like cowboys and caviar or something. She's like this cute little blonde girl that does like Trader Joe's hauls and like recipes and stuff. And we really do look like she looks like she could be my my child. Wait, I love her. The girl that does all the recipes. Yeah, she has like tiny little eyes like me, and she's like pale and blonde. She's so cute. I yeah. love that girl. And she does the best recipes and she always does cowboy caviar. Uh, yeah, I Bria Lem, I think her name. Bri- yes. Bria Lem. Yeah. You guys could literally be siblings. No, I, well, that's nice. I literally was like, she, she does look like she could be like my much, much younger little sister right. or like my daughter. 
but yeah, no, she's so cute. She's like, yeah. I'm, so I was like on her page for a long time last night and I was like obsessed. So I might even have to like go to Trader Joe's this weekend and like make one of her recipes. Cause you, sh- you should do a, um, what is it when you like do one with them? Oh, oh, like remix it. Yes. Totally. That's such a good idea. You you know, really I, went to the, I went and got coffee yesterday and the girl was like, I can't even, I can't even look at you. You look just like her. You like, really oh, should. Okay. And then I went again today and it was the same girl. And I was like, it's me again. I, I looked her up like, you're right. She goes, right. And I was like, yeah, you were. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Who, who's, who's your doppelganger? Who do you get a lot? Um, I get like that. What do I get? What's her name? I get the girl from Pitch Perfect a lot. The blonde girl, Anna, Anna Camp. Oh, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you get? Oh, I get... I was telling the other night, actually, like recently the past. So I I like hate it. I always used to get Ivanka Trump, always used to get Whitney Port, Whitney Port without doubt all the time, like as growing up from the hills. Um, And then I, as of recent, like the past year and a half have gotten Lady Gaga. Interesting. And like multiple times. And I think I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't see it, but that's what I've been getting. Um, Yeah. I would need to see like your pictures together, but. Okay. Well, we'll do that. What is Bane? What do you get? Alanis Morissette. Uh, Yes. Like when she was younger. A young Alanis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. You do look like her. That's actually so true. And then I got from the whole Horwath family yesterday, Amal Clooney. Yes, she does look like a Mal Clooney. I don't think so. What? I could see Alanis. I did that TikTok trend where it like transitions to your face. It's a little freaky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you? I get. Oh, yeah, I get a Mal Clooney vibes for you. Did I you just, just Google her? her? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She does. She does. Um, but you know what? I think we should end on just because it was so fun last time. What? Let's on a friend of you. He he's a ten, but oh oh my god. Okay, I wasn't ready. Okay, okay. okay. Do you have any? I I can think of a few. I can start thinking of a few. I don't. These are all. These are all top of like minds. Like I I don't have anything written down. I just I literally in my notes as you were talking, I just messaged Bane. I said, think of a he's a ten, but he dot dot dot. So these are all going to be kind of like canon canon shots but i think it'll be good okay you have all one right, let me all right go ahead okay he's a nine but he has the same voice as your brother <gasps> which one <laughs> <laughs> either um that doesn't bother me i think he would still be a nine yeah what? Yeah, that doesn't bother me. I think everyone sometimes has similar voices. That doesn't bother me. No, I'm going five. Oh, five? That's such a decline. No, I don't need to. No. Okay, I have one. He's a four, but you guys lock eyes before getting on an airplane. He's an eight. Um, nine. <laughs> <laughs> we love an airport romance. Yeah, we do yeah like literally you could have said like he's a four but he's like on the same flight as you <laughs> right, right, right. but like locking eyes before you get on like that's a whole nother yeah. level of romance you know totally totally 
Um, how about he's a he's a five, but he has a full sleeve. Oh, a fucking 12 and a half. Yeah, I agree. Zero. zero. Okay. What? She what? Like a, girl. a zero? You would okay, he's a one. Really? I don't know. It depends, like, how hardcore he is. I'm just not into that. You're not into tattoos at all? Like, it actually turns you... Like, if you found the man of your dreams and he had a sleeve of tattoos, you would put him as a one? Uh, I'm okay with half sleeves. Half, half sleeves. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> She's like, I'm okay with, like, one tattoo. Okay, Emily, what about this? He's okay. a three, but he has an accent. Oh, oh a a literally a, like a, what kind of accent? What kind of accent? A 10. Um, like any accent. <laughs> <laughs> Without, like, no, international. but if we're talking, if we're, ta- if we're talking like, oh, true. You know what I'm okay, saying? How about, like, how about like, this? Don't you know? Like he could have an okay, accent how about this? from Ohio and be like, oh, don't you know? And I'd be like, okay, he's a, he's a three, but he, all right, I'm going to give you guys a couple and just rapid fire. Tell me the score. Ready? He's a three and he has an English accent. Oh, he's at least a 6.57. He's a seven. Seven, yeah. Okay, he's a three, but he has a Boston accent. I fucking love a Boston accent. <laughs> Me too, Fuck the cod at Harvard Yard, like probably a, a 7.58. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay, he's a three, but he has a Milwaukee accent. Oh, he's probably so nice. He's though. probably so nice. Like so we're nice. Not he's, about, he's like a, we're not talking about five and a half. Like a seven. seven. Okay, he's a three, but he has an Australian accent. Uh, a, it's 11, a 10, 12, 15, <laughs> 87. An 11, 87. Okay. All right, last one. He's a three, but he has an Irish accent. Uh, I'm not like really big. Oh, into eight and a half. Really? Yeah. Uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. True, 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 but like it's not like my high. I'd say like a seven point five. I wouldn't be like you know, going like don't go chasing waterfalls over it. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <You're saying. laughs> oh anyway. that's funny. Um. Okay. He's he's a ten, but he doesn't wash his feet in the shower. Ew. <laughs> he's a what? A ten? Yeah. He's a three. Wait, you guys, like, what do you mean by wash your feet in the shower? (laughs) Kate. It doesn't get washed because you're in the shower. (laughs) Do you know how some people just like, are you like, just like, don't wash their legs? Yeah. I didn't like awesome. the water goes all the way down. Like it's hitting people my just feet. Scrub, yo. Scrub, scrub, scrub. Oh my god! People who don't wash their feet just like are so wild. Do you pee in the shower too? Oh, a hundred percent. Almost every time. <laughs> Honestly, that shocks me about Emily Bain. That doesn't shock me about Kate. I pee in the shower too, but like, there's something about with the hot water. Do you wash you your legs after you pee? Obviously, I'm not an animal. Kate? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, pee- I just pee in the shower, like with a stance. So it doesn't hit me. Right, right, right. Ew. All right. Yeah. How about this? Guys, how about this? Okay, okay, okay. He's a 10, but he runs up the stairs on all fours. <laughs> Honestly, an 11. That's so funny. Wait, he's a 10? 
he's he's still a 10 because I was honestly with, same I would I would be bouncing up those stairs with him on all fours he's funny he's, funny. he's a silly guy oh, I have one so more I have one more he's a nine but he declines all the samples at Costco he's a psycho a two a two <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't even be I wouldn't even be there with him. If you're not eating like plain rice with a spoon out of one of those little paper cups, like I'm out. Yeah, fuck him. Oh, that was fun. Okay, wait, fun. can I do one more? Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a nine, but he waves at someone and the person behind them waves back, but it was cement for the other person. <laughs> Is that his fault though? He's a nine. What is his reaction? I mis-explained it. He's a nine, but he waves back, but it was meant for the person. <laughs> Honestly, he's still a nine. I oh, do that shit all the time. He's a friendly, he's a friendly guy. He must be from Wisconsin. Honestly. The same guy with the Wisconsin accent. He's also shut up, Wisconsin. We love you. He's a 7.5. All right. I have one more that I promise I'm done. Okay, okay. He's okay. an eight. He's an eight, but he puts his arms all the way up on roller coasters. <laughs> honestly he's a nine <laughs> that's like a, what, that's, am, what am no. i what am that's i a, if i tickle them while his arms are up that's a three for me like don't put your fucking the whole time i'm like tickle, tickle. but i have one too. all right last one last one okay he's a nine but he claps on the plane lands Oh my God, dude. I fucking cannot when people do that. I swear to God. We had people do that on like every leg of our flight. I swear. I don't understand it. And one of them wasn't even a good landing. Like I it was the roughest landing. We literally landed into Florence and the guy slammed on the brake. And I had to put my hands forward so my beautiful face didn't hit the front like seat in front of me because it was so rough and everyone started clapping and I was like I think people deserve sometimes a good landing clap but that was undeserving yeah I was told I almost told them to stop undeserving undeserving Hmm. what would you rank them I mean like a three, right? It's yeah, just like sure, if, you're, sure. if you're clapping when a plane lands, like have you been in a crash? Like have you had planes that didn't land that now this was a special case for you? Like I'm just confused by that. I have a few ex-boyfriends that I feel like probably clap in planes, honestly. And it just says so much about all of them. <laughs> really makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Oh man. Well, what a good well, sesh, my girl. This is this has been fun. Always this has been really. fun. Thanks for staying up late with me, ladies. I mean, I wasn't going to sleep anyway. I'm jet lagged and an insomnia little freak. So I'm happy to do it. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us, Emily Bain. Thanks. Thanks for being our Emily, first guest. Yeah, you're our first guest. And it was quite, it was just lovely. We'll have to have you on again when we have you in studio with us. Yes. <laughs> I'll be better next time. I was shy in the beginning. No, you were fantastic. Oh, you were great, sweetie. And I will I will say we did preface on our last podcast that we were going to have um, our good friend Priya be our first guest, but unfortunately I was sick. So it didn't happen. But when I return from this vacation, we will have her on and we will talk all things girly, but Bane, you were a great fill in for the first guest. I couldn't have, couldn't have thought of anyone better to fill in. So thank you. Thank you. At any day. <laughs> Go ahead and plug yourself. <laughs> Yeah.
yeah yeah she's single fellas she's single and she doesn't like snacks at the movies so hit her up <laughs> she's cheap she's a cheap date well like take me somewhere nice right a yeah lot. <laughs> on my, but only on wednesdays but on wednesdays i'm a bargain girl yeah for sure love it all right hoes all right love you guys. well love you. we miss you be safe be well you. be kind be uh, don't forget to get me a present obviously <laughs> for obviously. for child or for you no, or maybe both. for both. both. Maybe both. Yeah. I'll take I'll take either. One for now, one for later. Yep. Perfect. All right. All right, guys. Love ya. Love you. Bye. Love Bye. ya. Love ya. Bye.